courageous living comes from knowing that God has been and will be with us. David defeats Goliath with one small stone, one little pebble. I wonder what you have in your hand today. I wonder what you hold in your hand today that might be of use to combating fear in our world. Malcolm Gladwell says these words, Courage is not something you already have that makes you brave when the tough times start. Courage is what you own when you've been through the tough times and you discover that they aren't so tough at all. And John Wayne gives us this quote, Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. And this quote from the Avit brothers, If you're living in fear, you're already dead. The Israelites were living in fear. This giant of a man was wreaking havoc on their community. And they didn't know what to do. They were paralyzed. Fear paralyzes us. Fear causes panic. Fear causes finger pointing and shaming and flight even. We avoid those things that rise up fear in us. And so the armies of Israel were paralyzed. Some were deserting. Many of them were finger pointing and blaming. And into this scenario comes the shepherd boy, David. And so he comes into the tent of the king and the king says something like, boy, I hear you pretty good with a slingshot. Well, yes, sir. I can, I can do all right. Well, boy, we need you to go take care of that giant. So here, I want you to put my helmet on. And the helmet of the king came down over David's eyes. So that wasn't going to work. And here, boy, I want you to carry my shield. And the shield was requiring both hands for David to carry so the sling would be of no use. And here, boy, I want you to carry my spear, but if he's holding the shield with both hands, he certainly can't wield a spear. And the armor of the king drooped down to the ground, and David was just weighed down with all of that. And David says, um, if you don't mind, I got me a couple of rocks here, and I got my sling here. That'll be all I need. And the king says, but boy, aren't you afraid? Well, yes, sir. But I have confidence in God. You see, when the bear came, God protected me. When the lion came, God protected me. He's, he's not too big to hit, sir. He's too big to miss. And then he says these words in verse 37. 
the same God who saved me will do so again. Wow, what a confession. The same God who saved me will do so again. The same God who saved me from the hurricane will do so again. The same God who saved me from church conflict will do so again. The same God who saved me from the storms that have buffeted our church will do so again. This pandemic, it's not going to last forever. And God is bigger than this pandemic. The same God who has saved us will do so again. And so David had five smooth stones, but he only needed one. And he took that stone into his sling and he released the rock. And Goliath was toppled. And the Philistines fled. And Israel was once again victorious. Courage does not happen immediately. Courage happens over time when we can claim with confidence the same God who saved me will save me again. This church has been built on strong core values. They were evident in the listening sessions. They were evident again in the pastor profile for the pastor search committee. There is courage here in this congregation. There is faith and compassion in this congregation. There is hospitality and leadership in this congregation. They were not developed in fear, but in courage and in confidence. Again, Malcolm Gladwell says, nothing of consequence ever gets accomplished without courage. Nothing of consequence ever gets accomplished without courage. And you are a courageous congregation. You have proven that over and over. God has proven God's self over and over. The same God who saved me will do so again. And we can claim that today. We can claim that we will do justice. We can claim that we will love mercy. And we can claim that we will walk humbly with our God. Does it take courage to live out Micah 6, 8? Absolutely. Does it take courage to put a rock into the sling and slay the giant? Absolutely. Does it take courage to stay apart when others are gathering? Absolutely. Does it take courage to wear a mask when those around us don't? Absolutely. Does it take courage to stand up for the downtrodden? Absolutely. Does it take courage to be the church? Absolutely.
and you are a congregation of courage. No giant is too big for you as a congregation. You have proven your courage over and over in these interim days. You have shown yourselves to be a group of sound-minded leaders. And I would remind you that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-discipline. You have proven yourself to be a congregation of self-disciplined leaders that cares more for the body than for any one single individual. My friends, the giants are all around us. But the same God who saved us will do so again. Do you believe thou this? And so what is the antidote to fear? You know. Faith. Hope and love, and the greatest of these is love. Today, all around our nation, all around our world, churches are joining together as one in the Spirit to come to the Lord's table and remember once again that the God who saved us will do so again. And so let us come with confidence to this Lord's table. Let us come with courage to this Lord's table. Let us come to this table because of Jesus the Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.